0: Welcome to Talking Tourism, the podcast series created specifically for tourism operators. Talking Tourism, the expert series, is the ultimate resource for business owners who want to lift their skills to the next level. If you want to learn how to be a better tourism operator, listen on. This is Talking Tourism and I'm today's host, Sam Denmead. Every week, the Tourism Industry Council Tasmania will be bringing you conversations with the brightest minds in the industry. TICT is the peak body for tourism operators in the beautiful state of Tasmania. Each episode of Talking Tourism will deal with a specific tourism-related topic with tips and advice for improving your tourism business and getting ahead in the visitor economy. You might be listening to this outside of Tasmania. If so, welcome. The content of these podcasts will be relevant for your tourism business wherever you are based. And today I'm speaking with a very good friend of mine, Trina Mangles. Hi, Trina. Hey, Sam. Welcome to Talking Tourism. Um, For those of you who don't already know Trina, and if you live in Tasmania, it's unlikely that you don't. Um, (laughs) Trina has been around tourism for a long time. Um, I'm going to ask Trina to tell us a bit about her experience but um, starting with the fact that she runs her own consultancy business. But Trina, tell me about your history. Your
1: Sure. Sure. Well, look, I um, started out working in sort of general fast moving consumer goods industry and marketing, brand marketing um, in Sydney um, for quite a long time and um, decided I wanted to move to the beautiful Tasmania. So, uh, picked up my life and my husband and we moved down here and I worked for Tourism TAS for a few years while finishing my eco-tourism degree um, and um, then I went on to work with Rob over at Pentecott Wilderness Journeys. That was an awesome time for about five years as his marketing manager and uh, I've worked for Tourism Industry Council, um, working with some operators on on their businesses for accreditation and Awards. Um, I've also worked for Willie Smiths um, and most recently now uh, working for myself. Um, So tell us about
0: that. So you've called yourself Strategic Edge Consulting, which is an excellent name because I think strategy is where you really excel. Mm -hmm. So what do you do for your clients?
1: (laughs) Um, So uh, I generally work one-on-one with small and medium-sized businesses. And um, I I sort of walk them through, generally people that are already sort of Um, tour operators that have been operating sort of for a couple of years and they're just finding things, although they're getting some, you know, some good people through, they're not quite getting the volume they're they're looking for and they're just wanting to step it up a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And there's a
0: lot of those around, everyone's Mm. wanting that extra Mm. edge that Mm. you can give them. So Mm. you know a lot about marketing and I want to talk to you today about how to create a better brand marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. And you said to me, you've got five steps that you follow. Is that that right? Can you share with us... how about we go through them one by one? So, the first, tell tell us a bit about how you would approach this.
1: Um, So, look, I take them through five um, steps, um, starting with um, setting their goals. um, So, do
0: do you find the businesses you work with don't actually have any goals or do they have?
1: Do you know, it's funny, They often they don't. They don't have written goals. It's it's mind-blowing. But actually, when you delve into it, they really do have goals in their their mind, in their (laughs) head, things that they want to achieve, um, but they haven't actually put it on paper. And, um, and, and I find first by setting the goals, it really um, gets them thinking about what it is they want to achieve in the next 12 yep. months or, yep. or so and um, and really what the end goal is for yep. them, what why their are they mission is. Yeah, why are they here? Yeah. What, what are they wanting to achieve? Because actually, you know, uh, there are a lot of operators out there that aren't in it for, for profit exactly. necessarily. Yep. They've got a bigger picture, a, a sort of a passion that they're, they really have their, um, you know, they want to achieve.
0: So what are some examples of some goals that you would try to focus on? Do you, obviously you're not going to try to get 50 goals. No. What are the key ones you would work towards?
1: it just... First of all, I ask them sort of in terms of how, how many people are you really wanting to get through yep. the door? How busy do you want to be? really want to, want be? to be? Yeah, because some of them actually, when you delve into it, yeah. <laughs> don't want to be as busy as you might think. Yes. <laughs>
0: and that's really important to define yeah, because yeah, if yeah. you go in there suggesting that they do all these things, mm. that's going to result in a 100% increase in business. They're like, yeah. whoa, that's not yeah, actually, yeah, yeah.
1: no. I can't no. cope with that. No, exactly. And and often, um, you know, they're set up, their operations won't yeah. allow for it, they don't have a big enough bus. Or
0: <laughs> so do you find as a marketing person that you actually delve way further than
1: just marketing when you start goal setting? Oh, absolutely. So often I say, okay, so are you looking to increase profit here? If, yeah. Okay. So if you are looking to increase your profit, then maybe we need to look at your pricing. Yep. Maybe, you know, you need to be looking at a higher-end product. Yeah. And, yeah, and sometimes product. Yep. you do have that discussion about adjusting their experience. And
0: they might need to put staff on too. It's so like if exactly. you're, you're thinking that they, yeah. they're thinking they want to increase visitation, well, mm. how are they going to cope with that? So staffing, mm. has a, you have a conversation exactly. around
1: that. Um, and we, we talk about, um, you know, the volume goals, uh, whether profit is an issue. Um, also, I think often um, with a lot of people, they actually have – some investments in play. So, you know, maybe they're expanding or or they're creating a new experience. Um so that that's really important to know. So when there's you're a level of risk as well. Well, there's a level of risk, but it's important to know so you can keep that in mind as you look at the target markets and yeah. and the different tactics of the marketing um campaign once you get Yeah. S- get so to do that you stage. what w-
0: I guess I'm wondering: um, Is there a number of goals people should try to have? Like, should it be
1: more or less? Well, look for this purpose. Um, I try not to um, spend huge amount of time. I, I, I'd say two or three uh, is yeah, fine. Right. Yeah. Um, for this purpose, yeah. um, just to sort of get an idea of what volume and what time frame they're wanting to do, and and any sort of. You know, important um, investments and timeframes that we need to to allow for. Yep, exactly. If that makes sense. Yep, totally. So that's
0: step one. Step mm-hmm. two, you mentioned talking about your unique selling. Yeah. Proposition or so point?
1: then the next stage that um, we do is the identifying their unique yep. selling points. And so what I do is I get them to um, do a bit of a competitive analysis. Um, have a look at the, the landscape and, and see where they're. Product fits in the marketplace, and whether at the moment they've really clearly identified yeah. those unique selling points, and and that they do stand out in the marketplace. So, and can
0: I ask you something? Do you find, as a consultant, that when you go to businesses that need help, it, do you find that most of them don't actually they can't
1: articulate their unique selling points? No, That's part of the problem? I, I generally find that I have to help them yeah. for sure, and yeah. and then you and and they're actually quite. Um, excited when I say, look at this, you've got this amazing, unique selling it took point. took you to come you, in to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they're like, oh yeah, we do too. And I said, well, we need to be focusing on that because that is where you stand out against your competitors. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: tell us about a competitor analysis. How do you go through that with them?
1: Uh, look, I, I don't necessarily do it for them. I ask them to go. You go away. At, I need you to go away and you need to look online and you need to look at other people's brochures and you need to... Yeah. For yourself, look at who your competitors is, competitors are. Sorry. Yep, yeah. So quite often um, they, you know, I might have to say, hey, have you thought about this person as a competitor? That sort of thing. But generally, yep. they know who their competitors are. Yep, exactly. And mm. there's. there's- do
0: you, do you help them work out what features they should be comparing to the other businesses?
1: Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Um, it's different for different business, I assume. Y- yeah, depending on the business. But they, they, it's funnily enough, they, they do have an idea of where they differ from others, but sometimes um, – Maybe it's it's really important not to focus on the tiny little things, but more those bigger points that set out. One of the things I think um, that it's important not to try and use as a unique selling point necessarily in isolation is price. Um, What do you mean by that? Well... (laughs) I think it's really unhealthy to just be pitching yourself as the cheapest. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I think it's really unhealthy in financial terms because someone could undercut you any minute. That's so it's not unique. That's exactly right. right. So, so at any minute, um, somebody can come in and undercut you, and then you don't have your new unique selling point. So, so we're in Tassie.
0: We're in a fantastic situation here to yeah. find unique selling points. what sort yeah. of things are we looking for? What sort of areas would you get them to look at?
1: Um, I, I think it's more about the experience themselves, focusing on the unique location, yep. creating unique selling points within the experience, things that you provide within your experience or that you see if it's a tour or, or that you have at your accommodation or whatever, yep. partnerships maybe. Yep. Um, that you can identify as being unique yep. and and then you obviously when we get back down like down to stage five where we start looking at the marketing plan tactics, then we can really bring out those um, unique selling yeah, points. Yeah, totally, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, that's step two. So step three in what you do with your guests, uh, clients is to define their brand essence. Yeah. So tell us about what that means.
1: Sure. Well, look, if I'm honest, this is probably my favourite step. Ah. Um it's about really bringing out um, that essence of a, a certain experience and an, a brand and a, and a culture, um, and 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 this is where I generally get out the butcher's paper and the pens yep. and the glass of wine. Good maybe, glass and, of wine. Yeah. Um, and um, and sit back and take a helicopter view of what it is that that makes your business's vibe. What yeah, okay. what is it that um, encompasses? you and the experiences that you provide. So, look, there's lots of different ways of doing it out there. Some um, just, you know, create a single statement of the feelings that you provide. But I like to um, display it as a a collection of the physical characteristics, values, feelings and personality, right? So, it's a collection of all those things. Yep. So, um, look, I've got some examples. Um, I guess uh, adventurous might be a good way to explain your experience or your business. Curious, easygoing, uh, thoughtful, uh, I think is um, a really good one, you know, because there's a lot of people out there sort of really providing that extra special, thoughtful service. Um, So these words you're using, are they words that the operator
0: um, feels about themselves, about their business, or is it asking the customer? What? Well, it's a co-
1: combination. So um, definitely, um, you would look. One of the way, one of the things I'll do with them is I'll sit there and I'll look at TripAdvisor and yep. I say, "Look, these are the things that people are saying about you yep. in your reviews." Yep. Um, so you know things like thoughtful. You yep. know, um, and they're so much fun. You know, fun you know, um, wow, what an adventure, those guys are so adventurous, you know, that sort of thing. So in Encompassing those things that really make your uh, experience special, so um, and and you know things like homegrown, sustainable, handmade. I mean, they're they're all things that um, that you know I um, throw in there and have as part of their brand essence, and and these these i these words these um, these characteristics are then um, good. to... To then be encompass as part of the brand that you create, and the and the the story, and your marketing plan, the copy, that sort of thing. So they'll help guide you when they you're thinking about how to speak about your true. business, or that when you're writing marketing like an ad or a social well, media post. Well, I use the brand essence when I say I um, brief a graphic designer yep. or an agency yep. or or a website builder. So they get a feeling about the brand and it's a guide to them in in creating the, the look and feel. And I, I would and have to say that
0: sort of information to a designer in mm. part of a brief is yeah. equally, if not more important than a logo colour yeah. combination font yeah. Yeah. usage. The words you use no, are No, very
1: restrictive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, f- exactly. So um, I find it, it, you get a lot better results from the, you know, the creatives if you give this sort of, sort of information to them. take a good hard look at yourself, work yeah. out what you stand
0: for, who you yeah. are yeah, and yeah. You create
1: your own brand essence. It's not yeah. as hard as it sounds. So that's brand essence. <laughs>
0: okay, so that's good. So that, that's the third step. The yeah. fourth step, we're talking about target markets. This is a topic dear to my heart. I yes, love talking I about target markets. But I'm, I, I want to hear how you, Um, work with a client to define their target markets?
1: Well, um, I just ask them to to really think about who are their best customers. And when I say best customers, they're the ones that come and they just absolutely love your experience, um, they go home, they tell all their friends about it, they leave a really great review on TripAdvisor, um, you know, they come back and, you know, and, and as I said, recommendations, mm. that sort of thing. So you, it's, it's about trying to to find that person that is perfect for your business and focusing on targeting them because, in effect, you're, it, it, it's a form of marketing, really, at the end of the day because what you're creating is, um, an ambassador for your, for your business. And, and not only are they paying you to come <laughs> and see your experience, they're then going on to, to sell your experience exactly. for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. so tell me, um, I'm
0: a small, uh, small accommodation operator in bishano uh, and everybody that comes to Bishano is my target market.
1: How do you feel about that sort of statement? <laughs> well, it's it's so broad and, and and this is the problem that if you if you were to just um throw your net out and say, anyone that comes to yeah. Bishano, you're actually going to waste a bit of money in in That's lots of respects. Yep. And you're and you're not really forming one single minded sort of brand experience you're trying to cater to everyone and, and you're probably and not going to do really deliver hard either. work no that's right that's right so, so it' it's, and it's not just to clarify i mean it's not um to say that, you know, say if you're focusing on couples that you're not going to be welcoming to families yeah. or you're not going to be, you know, welcoming, welcoming to, you know, single people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, it's it's that that is the market that you're going to focus your limited marketing exactly. dollars towards. I think that's and a key get the key point you made there
0: because you said – it's not to say you're sending those other people away. It's just mm. that you're going to focus your attention on trying to attract mm. the target market that mm. works best for you. Yep. And that's what people and misunderstand. I,
1: and I call them the, their most profitable prospect. Yeah.
0: Yep. And so, so do you
1: work through with them how to articulate their target markets? Yeah. Yep. So I ask them to look at, to, to, to literally, um, if they haven't, I mean, a lot of them actually already know these people. They can define them really yep. well. But, um, but if not, I just say, look, over the next few weeks, Talk to your customers, the ones, particularly the ones you feel like that are are really your best customers and and ask them questions or, or start, you know, collecting information on them about where they're coming from, like whether internationally, domestically, are they in a typical age group? Are they, you know, do they live in certain areas? Do they typically use certain social media or they have certain interests? And and really what you need to do is then like try and define that, write it all down, that sort of collective information and, and yeah. as your target mark.
0: Yeah. And so are you a kind of a believer in creating a, a persona or an avatar?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't call it a persona or an avatar, but I, I do um, do ask them to define it. And, and I say, you know, you can grab a typical image of this type of person. I think, again, I think doing that does help um, your graphic designer or, mm. or whatever when yeah. you're briefing them yeah. to throw an image and, and uh, um, a typical target market really helps them.
0: And so one of the things that can help once you've defined your target market is starting to drill down into what are they reading?
1: Mm. How are they finding
0: out about you? What are their travel? buyer what's their behaviour? Exactly, behavior? exactly. And that can guide you
1: with your marketing. That's absolutely right. So um, thinking about how they would typically um, book their travel, the way, you know, whether, you know, do, are they researchers? Um, do they look at websites or ha- how are they going to find you um, when thinking about, you know, travelling to Tasmania? Um, and also how they would typically travel uh, within Tasmania and whether you can, you know, target them while they're here.
0: Yeah. So, for example, if you if if you look at your data and mm. you realise that people are booking um, two, three weeks out, mm. then clearly they're probably not in the state yet.
1: So no. That, no. How does
0: that influence your marketing?
1: Well, um, so I, I guess we're probably getting into tactics, um, which is probably sorry, the next, my so. fault. I yeah. love doing that. Off oh, <laughs> on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look. Um, so to answer your question. Um, I guess when we get down to the tactics stage, um, knowing how they travel will help you um, set your tactics depending on what stage of the um, booking process they're at. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so, you know, thinking about how they might uh, research travel and... Um, might guide you on how you might attract them, you know, through social media or advertising, SEO work that you might do, that sort of stuff.
0: Absolutely. Excellent. Um, Okay. So, the fifth
1: step um, Mm -hmm. is... Building your marketing plan. Okay. Talk (laughs) us through that. What you've got to remember as soon as you sort of start this process is okay. Like, hey, look at what you've just collected, the information that you've just collected. So, you now have some goals that can guide you on on what you want to achieve. Um, you've set some unique, you know, you've identified what your unique selling points are. Um, you you know your brand essence, um, and um, and who your target market is. So, first of all, the first thing I do is say, okay, does your current brand, does your current website, whatever it is that you might have currently in place, does that reflect all these things? Yeah, all of the stuff you've just done. Yeah, that's right. So often the first thing you do in your marketing plan is update. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know, do do we need to maybe do some updated photography? Yeah. Do we need to maybe look at your website, update maybe the layout of that, some of the keywords that you've got on there, the copy that you've got on there, um, you know, uh, look at um, your social media pages, maybe your social media pages that you're using aren't quite right for your target market, um, you know, m- maybe there's some other social media types that you need to be looking at yep absolutely
0: so you talk about the elements of a marketing plan and you've just listed the, the first four things which you know everyone should do and focus on so now we're into the the guts of doing a marketing plan so do you think many operators take the time to to prepare a marketing plan and should they
1: uh no, they don't and um, and they absolutely should. Um, you're, you're correct. I think what ha- happens is that they get people ringing them or emailing them or, t- you know, trying to sell them stuff and and they do it sort of just very reactively. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in my head here
0: because it's so <laughs> true. And I, to be honest, I've been an operator. I've been guilty of it myself and yeah, I can't believe it. So yeah, it's no, okay, but yeah, no. it's not, it's not and, okay.
1: And look, reactive is, you know, you, I think it is important to be full. Flexible and allow for upcoming opportunities. I don't I don't see a problem with that. But um, I th- also think that you've got to plan some very, you know, purposeful, you know, strategic elements of your yeah. of your campaign and, and you know plan it and have it in place. Uh, and then Allow for some of those reactive type elements. And obviously and there's budgets yeah.
0: involved here. Which, you, know, you deal with small exactly. business, medium business, yeah, yeah, even yeah. big businesses. Everyone's got a budget mm, to work towards. Mm, so the, mm. the micro, tiny business have got tiny yeah. amounts of money. So you've got yeah. to be even more strategic. Absolutely. So I guess over to you with uh, budgeting. Yeah. What do yeah, you got? Yeah. Well, you t-
1: if I'm honest, a lot of the time they don't come to me and say, I've got this much budget. They say, what shall I do? Yeah, okay, um, that's good. And, and, um, and look, the, in this day and age, I think um, there is so much that you can do that actually doesn't cost you money. It's Or oh, a lot of money. It's, it's, so it's actually, there's so much you can do that just requires your time. Yes. Um, and so, look, I'll, I'll, once we've decided, okay, maybe we need to update these things, um, now let's look at um, your SEO. It's so important. Right. so you start there? Search engine
0: Where would you, well, I'm not, no.
1: No, no. Once, what are the top things you would do? Okay, so I would look at their website and, and see if, um, you know, have a look at analytics, see how much the traffic they're getting, um, see how they're um, performing under certain search terms. If they're not, then we need to look at, um, you know, the copy on their website, um, maybe the keywords that they've got in the back end, um, look at ways that they can perform better um, when considering what their target market might be Googling. So, yep. um, and, and and that can be your most important um, thing that you can be doing in this day and age because everyone looks online yeah, and sure searches do. for things, and especially on phones. So how, how's your, your website look on, on the mobile phone yep. is, you know... I would hope that everyone has a website that's mobile responsive. But they're crazy from, to think they're still they are. Out there. They are absolutely they are. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, looking at that. So first of all, number one. Secondly, looking, I would be looking at their social media. Um, what social media they're on. Um, I actually, at this stage, also try and sit down and um, and it's a, a whole new plan. Looking at this, um, you know, their social media strategy. Yep. Um, looking at the tone that they're using. Does it suit your brand essence? Um, You know, looking at the content that they've got available. um, What imagery do you have? What videos Can have you got? What are, what are the tools that you have that you can create this stuff? Sort of going through, you know, showing them there's so many amazing free tools out there yeah. that you can use yep. it's, or, or low cost tools yep. that, um, and that, you know, that some of them, you know, you have to work with them to get them, give them the confidence to be doing this stuff themselves. But, um, but yeah, so social media, um, I guess um, other really important, it all depends on the individual business, yeah, of sure. course, yes, and where they're located, what they're selling, that's sort of thing. Yes. So if you're accommodation, like there's, there's no one size fits all OTA, you know, yeah, like, conversation um, around that strategy that you need to have. Um, and uh, I guess another really important thing these days um, is, is partnerships, you know, really looking at what, Uh, events are on, um, particularly here in Tasmania. That's really important. Um, Working out out how you can have partnerships with others to sort of tap into that. you know, that market, um, working with other businesses around the state so you can be recommending each other. Working – if you're a tour operator, it's really important a lot of the time to partner with other tour operators. Um, you know, there's it, – it all depends on the individual business, but really the most important thing to remember, obviously, is – okay, so what is happening, you know, with my target market when they arrive in Tasmania and how can I tap into and partner with people that are also receiving that same target market?
0: Ah, excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good advice. So, okay, well, that's, that's going through the five steps, which I think are fantastic and I think everyone will get a lot out of that. So, Trina, do you have any uh, final points and tips about making your, uh, your own marketing strategy or going through your own brand audit?
1: Uh, I, I think, um, well, look, basically sit down and, and just spend the time to do it. You know, st- give yourself time away from working on your business and, and give yourself the time every year to sit down and, and do this and set your your goals for the years, set your marketing tactics to put in place and, and give it some thought. Not Try not to just do it on the fly, really, you know, take that time away from your business and what are they they say, they say working, you know, on your business and not in your business, at least to to do this every year, good advice, excellent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Trina. Um, no if anybody listening today wants to get hold of you,
1: how could they find you? I've got a website, <laughs> Strategic Edge Consulting, um, but you could always just Google my name, yeah. Trina Mangles, and it comes up. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, I know you're a busy lady, but thank you so much for coming in today. No um, that was a really great conversation. Talking, I love talking about marketing. So you are excellent to talk to. Thank you so much. No worries, um, Sam. Appreciate your, fun. your time. Um, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you got a lot out of our conversation. Just to recap, we, we I talked with Trina Mangles from Strategic Edge Consulting. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please tell your tourism colleagues about it and to take a listen too. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week with our next episode. You've been listening to Talking Tourism, brought to you by Tourism Industry Council Tasmania. For show notes, other materials and episodes, head to tict.com.au. Be sure to come back every fortnight for a new instalment of Talking Tourism.